A reading from the Acts of the Apostles. As a crippled man who had been cured clung to Peter and John, all the people hurried in amazement toward them in the portico called Solomon's portico. When Peter saw this, he addressed the people, you children of Israel, why are you amazed at this? And why do you look so intently at us as if we had made him walk by our own power or piety? The God of Abraham, the God of Isaac, and the God of Jacob, the God of our fathers, has glorified his servant Jesus, whom you handed over and denied in Pilate's presence when he had decided to release him. You denied the Holy and Righteous One and asked that a murderer be released to you. The author of life you put to death, but God raised him from the dead. Of this we are witnesses. And by faith in his name, this man whom you see and know, his name has made strong. And the faith that comes through it has given him this perfect health in the presence of all of you. Now I know, brothers and sisters, that you acted out of ignorance, just as our leaders did. But God has thus brought to fulfillment what he had announced beforehand through the mouth of all the prophets, that his Christ would suffer. Repent, therefore, and be converted, that your sins may be wiped away, and that the Lord may grant you times of refreshment, and send you the Christ already appointed for you, Jesus, whom heaven must receive until the times of universal restoration of which God spoke through the mouth of his holy prophets from of old. For Moses said, A prophet like me will the Lord your God raise up for you from among your own kin, to him you shall listen in all that he may say to you. Everyone who does not listen to that prophet will be cut off from the people. Moreover, all the prophets who spoke from Samuel and those afterwards also announced these days. You are the children of the prophets and of the covenant that God made with your ancestors when he said to Abraham, in your offspring, all the families of the earth shall be blessed. For you first, God raised up his servant and sent him to bless you by turning each of you from your evil ways. The word of the Lord. O oh Lord, our God, how wonderful your name in all the earth. O oh Lord, our God, how wonderful your name in all the earth. O oh Lord, our Lord, how glorious is your name over all the earth. What is man that you should be mindful of him, or the son of man that you should care for him? O oh Lord, our God, how wonderful your name in all the earth. You have made him little less than the angels and crowned him with glory and honor. You have given him rule over the works of your hands, putting all things under his feet. O Lord, our God, how wonderful your name in all the earth. All sheep and oxen, yes, and the beasts of the field, 
the birds of the air, the fishes of the sea, and whatever swims the paths of the sea. O Lord our God, how wonderful your name in all the earth. This is the day the Lord has made. Let us rejoice and be glad in it. Alleluia, alleluia, alleluia. The Lord be with you. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to Luke. The disciples of Jesus recounted what had taken place along the way and how they had come to recognize him in the breaking of the bread. While they were still speaking about this, he stood in their midst and said to them, Peace be with you. But they were startled and terrified and thought that they were seeing a ghost. Then he said to them, Why are you troubled? And why do, you, why do questions arise in your hearts? Look at my hands and my feet, that it is I myself. Touch me and see, because a ghost does not have flesh and bones, as you can see I have. And as he said this, he showed them his hands and his feet. While they were still incredulous for joy and were amazed, he asked them, Have you anything here to eat? They gave him a piece of baked fish. He took it and ate it in front of them. He said to them, These are my words that I spoke to you while I was still with you, that everything written about me in the Law of Moses and in the Prophets and Psalms must be fulfilled. Then he opened their minds to understand the scriptures. And he said to them, Thus it is written that the Christ would suffer and rise from the dead on the third day, and that repentance for the forgiveness of sins would be preached in his name to all the nations, beginning from Jerusalem. You are witnesses of these things. The Gospel of the Lord. Uh, The words of a dying man are uh, often, well, thought of, I mean, even the courts of law uh, and public opinion, words of a dying man are given special weight. Uh, The idea is that they are especially important and probably truthful because people believe that after you died, you would face the Lord, and the last thing you would want to face God with is lies on your lips. So people believed that uh, these words should be taken seriously, the words of a dying man. How the more uh, serious we should take the words of a risen man, his first words. The first words of the resurrected Christ to his assembled disciples, I would think would have special authority. Having tasted death, those first words would they would bear the weight of eternity. So, what were the first words we hear? 
we may be surprised, but the first words were peace. Peace be with you. What is more important than peace? All the world religions dream of a time of peace. How different our lives would be if there was no war. Think, I mean, think of how much money we would save if we didn't have to uh, forge Earth's beauty into weapons of war. We could spend so much more on education and, and health care and on an environment. Wow. And think of how much happier we would be without all this gun violence. And happier we would be if we didn't fear crime. And happier we would be if we didn't face the criticisms of others. Beyond world peace, the promise of every religion is someday we would enjoy heavenly peace. Even if we can't establish peace on earth, we have the assurance that someday a peace that uh, surpasses all human understanding will be ours. Christ has, offers really no greater gift than the promise of peace. Peace within and peace without and peace on earth and peace in heaven. So we remember the words of the song, let there be peace on earth and let it begin with you. No, that's not the word of the song, right? No, it's got to begin with me. It's got to begin with us. So let's hope and pray for peace this day, peace in our hearts, peace in our families, peace in our world, that the Eucharist may strengthen us to be that peace, that our lives may be recognized by the peaceful presence of Christ this day. Knowing that his words of Christ lead to eternal life and peace, we turn to our Father in prayer. For the church, may God continue to help us grow in holiness as we nurture a culture of healing and life. Let us pray to the Lord. Lord, hear our prayer. <clears throat> For the world, may the peace of Jesus heal our brokenness and restore justice. Let us pray to the Lord. Lord, hear our prayer. For those who are ill and struggling with their pain, may God's grace bring them comfort and relief. Let us pray to the Lord. Lord, hear our prayer. For this assembly, may we grow in faith, hope, and love, transformed by grace to a life of gospel fidelity. Let us pray to the Lord. Lord, hear our prayer. For the souls of the faithful departed, may they enjoy eternal life in heaven and behold the face of God. Let us pray to the Lord. Lord, hear our prayer. And we pause now and offer up our own intentions and remember the intention of the Mass for the eternal life of the soul of Stan Bacon. Let us pause and pray. For the repose of the soul of Stan Bacon and for all of our silent prayers, we pray to the Lord. Lord 
Lord of hosts, hear our prayers we offer today and graciously answer them according to your holy will, for they are made known through Christ Jesus, who is Lord forever and ever. 